Yep. Give me a nod yeah, when you're ready. Shooter's ready. Stand by. My name's Gunnery Sergeant Matt Gunlock. I'm joined here with Captain Chris Scott. Hey, how's it going? And we're going to just kind of go uh, in detail about who we are, how we got to the team, all that kind of stuff. So, um, by trade, I am an 0369 Infantry uh, Unit Leader. I'm an infantryman by trade, uh, did some time with mortars, did some time as a rifleman, a lot of time as a rifleman. I spent time at SOI uh, as an instructor there. Um, after I left SOI, did a few deployments, uh, came from Task Force 515, and now here I am uh, on the Marine Corps shooting team. I've been on the team for roughly three and a half years. Um and uh plan on retiring next year from the team sir uh can you kind of describe yourself a bit yeah so uh, i'm captain chris scott um i'm a military policeman by trade i was at the recruit depot in san diego the marine corps recruit depot san diego uh before i came here uh, that was my first duty station uh so patrolling the mean streets there and uh then i got involved in the military uh and civilian competitive shooting worlds uh, while I was out there, they had a pretty active team, uh, so I had some interaction with uh, the big Marine Corps shooting team. I uh, did a summer season here, um, and then one of my time was up there as a uh, lieutenant. I came over to the team. There was an opening, and so I've been on the team coming up on three years now. Uh, I'm the OIC of the pistol and the action shooting team, and uh, yeah, uh, looking to uh, next summer, I'll be uh, transitioning out of the Marine Corps. Uh, and on to other things uh, so I got about a year left so you and I we've kind of had very different upbringings on how we got to the team mm-hmm. me specifically um, whenever I went out to Bahrain the task force 515 um, let me back up a little bit so whenever I just came back from a surf deployment over in Romania uh, I knew I was going to go shoot the FNH three gun championship Awesome match. Wish it was still going on. Yeah, that was a great uh, match. Um, which we didn't know each other at the time, but we <laughs> no. shot the match together. Yeah. Um, and here we are. Um, so shot that match. It was up at Peacemaker National Training Center, which is probably one of the best ranges here on the East Coast. Um, you have a blend of base stages and long range, and you can do a lot of in jungle yeah. runs. A really cool place. Well, out in West Virginia there. Yep. Yeah. Um shot that match and that's kind of where i met the marine corps shooting team um i didn't hear i didn't even know a team existed until like 2013 2014 mm-hmm. when i saw sergeant gill james gill yeah. on three gun nation on tv on the outdoor channel uh so that was like really the first exposure uh 
saw that was like, holy shit, this is something I can do to better prepare my Marines and become more lethal and uh, increasing their skills and marksmanship. Uh, so met the team there, kind of kept in contact with Nate Stocking, who was a staff in CIC at the time. And when I went out to Bahrain, he hit me up and he was like, hey, man, um, I need a replacement here on the team. Do you want to take it? Well, I told him, let me get back to you. Um, I was in the mindset back then of I want to keep deploying over and over and yeah. over again until my monitor told me you're not going on any more deployments. Pick somewhere there. You don't have to go away from home. And so told him, well, this is what I want to do. And, you know, here I am. Um, how was it for you coming to the team? Yeah, so uh, I think kind of one common thing we have is uh, Sergeant James Gill, now just James Gill. Uh, I remember being TBS, and we'd be hiking to the range. Uh, here I'm telling TBS stories. But uh, we'd, we'd hike to the range each morning, and uh, part of that we'd actually walk past the, the shooting team office. And so it's kind of funny. Now I sit here and I watch him walk by. I remember seeing Marine Corps shooting teams like, whoa, what's that? So uh, when I got back to my room, I uh, went on YouTube and tried to figure out what it was. And I, I remember seeing uh, James Gill on that uh, Three Gun Nation, I think it was like New Blood yeah. episode. Yep. Yeah. They were down in like St. Augustine, Florida, and uh, he was battling it out. And for those of you who don't know James Gill, uh, we've mentioned him quite a bit now. Yeah. Uh, so he was... Uh, he was in a scout sniper platoon um, back in, I think, 2004. He, uh, I think it was 2006, um, he was deployed to Afghanistan. I can't remember exactly. Him and I have talked about it. I don't remember. Um, I feel like an asshole. It's okay. Uh, but he lost a leg He and he lost an eye. Um, he decided he wanted to stay in the Marine Corps. He did his rehabilitation and he was able to come over here to the team, staying in the Marine Corps and doing what he loves. Mm -hmm. um, probably one of the most phenomenal individuals I've met on the competition circuit and probably one of the best shooters in the world. Um, you know, even given like he's faster than people who have both eyes, both legs. Like the guy's just uh, a, a, a monster. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I remember watching him like, oh, wow, that Marine Corps shooting team seems pretty cool. Um, and then just throughout uh, kind of TBS, MOS school, I got a little bit more into shooting, just like everybody else kind of grew up shooting guns. Uh, and then when I got to my first duty station, uh, they needed a firing officer for like the local uh, base competition. And I was like the brand new lieutenant. So they uh, they put me on that. Um, shot some Marine Corps matches. Uh, shot one was the old bull die style competition. Boring. <laughs> it. I mean, it. It was still a good time overall. I mean, hey, we've changed things a little bit. But. I will say this: like when I came to the team, I went to the bullseye pistol team. Yeah. Not exactly where I wanted to go, but you know, bloom where you know bloom where you're planted, all that kind of stuff. Um. I will say that made me a much better shooter and and l focus on trigger control and fundamentals like no other. Like you're talking about extreme fundamentals. It's a very difficult sport. 
Um, it takes a different mindset and a different type of human being to do something like that. And then this is where we've had many car rides where we differ on this. Like, I don't think that uh, you need to start uh, in that realm to be able to go shoot. Uh, I will agree. Action sports. I will agree. Yeah. It just, it's, if that is all you have to do, focus on doing that. And then there will be some type of translation yeah. down the road. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I shot one of those, uh, our older style of matches. Um, I screwed up, so I didn't medal. And uh, that opened up the opportunity to shoot. Uh, then they called it the combat shooting matches. Uh, it was like a one-week three-gun match. He shot all stock weapons. And, uh, yeah, ended up doing well there. Um, so I got an invite to come to the combat shooting championship in Quantico. Um, ended up doing well there. And they uh, picked me up as a summer augment. So I spent uh, summer of 2016 as a, uh, at one point, newly promoted first lieutenant. I was, whatever, like young lieutenant. No responsibility. Best job in the world. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> All he did was go to the range and shoot. And still conducted myself like an officer would. And the burden of being a commissioned officer in the United States Marine Corps. And shooting a lot. And shooting a lot. I, I And shot. having fun doing it. It was a great time. I mean, it was we, an awesome summer. You, you not only have fun, but you learn a lot of skills. Um, which most people think, oh, you got to go to the range. I have to go to the range. This is going to suck. No. Time here. Um, and the way shooting should be, it, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, go out every day with a smile on your face, putting rounds down range. There's no better way to live a life. Yeah, the Marine Corps does a good job of taking the fun out of a lot of things, uh, including shooting for uh, standard quals, but uh, we've got it pretty good here. So, yeah, I spent the summer on the um, summer team, uh, got to travel around the country a little bit, uh, which is a lot of fun. Uh, really ignited a passion for 3-Gun, and uh, went back to San Diego, finished out my time there as an MP, and just kept shooting the whole time. I was a single dude with no life outside of work. Uh, so I just shot on the weekends and shot a lot of matches, uh, built up some experience and then, uh, in the position opened at the shooting team. And so I came over to the shooting team, uh, as one of the OICs of, uh, well, the OIC of the pistol and the action team. So kind of more the traditional route. Uh, and we have a couple different routes to come to the team cause it's not everybody can be so lucky to like, I got super lucky that they just told me to go to it. We have guys on the team now that, you know, Steph Sergeant Go King, for instance. Yeah. We found him on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, uh, who would have thought, you know, he tagged us on Instagram. We watched his videos. We were like, oh, this guy's really good. Yeah, super good. And we kept following him. We tried getting him to the team sooner, but he had to fulfill his time on station requirements. Uh, once those requirements came up, he had a package ready to go. We were communicating with him. And he's here on the team now. He was a USPSA shooter primarily. We have him doing three-gun. Mm -hmm. uh, about to go to his first match, the Great Lakes Three-Gun Championship. And we're really excited to see what he uh, he can do for us. Uh, another guy, uh, Staff Sergeant Scott Rader. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know all the three-gunners know him, but they're probably wondering, where's, where's Scott? Where's Scott? Well, he's shooting USPSA now. Yeah. Um, and he's dominating in that sport. Um, that's where his focus is. He's staff in CIC of that team, but he had another non-traditional route as well. You know, 
um, he happened to be shooting a match where the team was at and got to know the guys and much like myself, got an invite to come out to Mm -hmm. the team and here he is uh, thriving. Um, So there's not just one set way to come to the team. We just started a new program on the team where we will come to your unit and we will train the instructors of your unit um, who can influence training. And that is another opportunity um, if we see the right uh, the right skill level and if we see the right type of character we're looking for. Uh, it's an opportunity for you to come out here and be a part of the team. Yeah, we're always looking for good talent. It is... It's hard to find Marines out there who are competing on their own. It's even harder to find Marines out there that are competing on their own and are the right fit with like the personality and being a good instructor and just a good person to be around on all these TAD trips. It, uh, you it, it takes have. a special kind of person. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be stuck with somebody who's, who just annoys the hell out of you because <laughs> it, it, it'll make it for a really bad time. I mean, we all can uh, sometimes get on each other's nerves towards the end of the trips. You do not travel well, I will say that. Only towards the end. Mm-hmm. Usually Turn into on, a little bit of a backseat driver. Usually a long drive <laughs> back. He's yelling. <laughs> ah, I don't know about yelling. But you guys do make me drive the final stretch, so that way I can't be super critical of everybody else's driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of taking a... Uh, a, a different path now yeah. um uh for those listeners who do shoot and everything um i mean you've made a name for yourself uh a lot of people in the three gun community know who you are even uspsa um even though there was that one episode on whatever podcast it was it was like who's chris scott <laughs> oh i think he's on the marine corps shooting team yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but just to to help people out um when you go on a stage how do you prepare for that stage uh so there's kind of this is assuming that you have a squad of a decent size but if you're uh on deck or in the hole um you're focusing on your stage you're not resetting that being said if you're at a local match and there's like five people on your squad yes you are resetting and you're probably in the table in time or two but like i'll try to um have a good time, joke around uh, until I start getting close to that point. And then I will uh, keep running the stage through my head. I'll turn off my um, electronic hearing protection because uh, I don't want to hear anybody else. So I'll turn it off once I'm in the hole. He gets upset when I come up and say something to him. Like when I'm in the on-deck shooter about to go and you're telling me something. Yeah, sometimes I, I'll try to just ignore you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I'll turn off my electronic hearing protection when I'm in the hole, which means I'm two shooters down. Um, And I'll just keep running the stage through over and over in my head. And then when I'm on the on-deck shooter, uh, I have everything ready, like everything's prepped, and I'll run through that stage actually on foot um, like two to three times uh, if it's a short enough stage where I can do that. Uh, then I'll stage my weapons and just keep running the stage over and over my head to try and make it subconscious. And, uh, when I'm like making ready with my pistol or drawing my weapon, I'll get one last sight picture. I'll actually draw the pistol like I'm actually going to draw it to shoot. So I get one more, uh, good prep, uh, draw stroke. And then, uh, just stand there and, uh, wait for the fun to begin. 
that's a lot of good information. Like, um, I never knew how to prep myself before stage, but after like watching guys like you, Andy Brown, Staff Sergeant Raider, uh, Staff Sergeant Loreno, even Sergeant Glomba, it's like mm-hmm. I've picked up a lot just by watching how you guys conduct yourselves. And, I mean, that's one of the things, the benefits of having a team. Yeah. You know, we train together. We knows our, know each other's strengths. We know each other's weaknesses. If we see somebody um, about to do something on a stage or they're planning their stage, we'll ask them, hey, well, how do you plan on hitting yeah. these targets? They'll talk to us, and, well, I'm going to do it like this. Well, I don't think that's good. I've seen how you shoot with this gun here. I would probably use this gun to attack these targets. Just it's a sanity check to help each other out and make sure we don't screw up. Yeah, it's a ton of fun with all that stage walking to be able to bounce plans off people. And then also, like, I don't know about you, but I go crazy if I try and be in the zone the whole match, especially, like, when you're out on the range all day. You just are mentally exhausted by the end of it. Yeah, so you got to, like, you have to lo- you have to loosen up a bit. Yeah, you had that like uh, pro- this is another inside joke here, but uh, Gunny was on shooting USA, and uh, they had an interview, and he it looked like he got kind of caught a little off uh, off guard, and he said like it's a job s- <laughs> you got to keep it lighthearted, yep. and w- we make that joke a lot, but like you do got to keep it lighthearted. You got to be out there joking around, having fun with the guys, because. I personally shoot a lot better when I'm actually having fun. And like some people say, well, winning's fun. Okay. But like being out there with a whole bunch of people you like and get to work with and have the best job in the world, that's fun too. So like enjoy it, embrace the moment. And like, if you're so serious all the time, if you're so serious to where you're not having fun, why are you out there? What are you trying to prove at that point? Um, and we used to be very different people uh even last year two years ago uh, a couple years ago you shot the delmarva match uh the day before me and i remember going up to the stage uh you know whenever i was shooting it the next day and i was shooting with like darren darren from red stitch targets and um a couple other guys my father-in-law was there and you know i was in a different environment i was just out there having fun with friends you and Staff Sergeant Raider, um, from what I heard from one of the ROs, I, well, I tried talking to them, but they just seemed so serious and they just wouldn't <laughs> talk at all. I was like, uh, they were they were probably in the zone, but I mean, now us all going out together, it's it's completely different. We'll have fun on a stage, and it's usually like Captain Scott said, right before uh, you're the on deck shooter, or if you're the on deck um, or in the hole, then that's when it's game time that's whenever mm-hmm. you have to kind of just get your mind right and, and and focus on what you're about to do yeah you also want to make sure i mean we go out as a team that you're available to help people with stage plans or help people if they need it and like there's obviously a balance there because you could be going and grabbing people's guns and like walking through stage plans until like you're on the line there you, you do want to leave a little bit of time for yourself uh, but you need to be able to be like available there for your teammates if they need you. And not only your teammates, but there's other people that are not on your team who are shooting. And mm-hmm. they're, you know, some of them, you know, they haven't experienced anything like that or shot with a large team like us before. So yeah. they're like, oh, these, these guys know what they're doing. And they'll ask you questions. And you don't ever want to set anything anybody up for failure. Yeah. You, you want to help them out. 
Um, because at the end of the day, it's all about having fun and helping each other out. Mm-hmm. And you make friends everywhere. And you don't know what, who they may be. I mean, to you, they're James. You know, to somebody else, that's their CEO. Yeah. So you you make connections everywhere you go for somebody that could potentially help you out in the future. Yeah, and then we shoot um, CEO Stag Arms. Yeah. At the Wyoming Governor's Match one year. We did. Uh, yeah. Chad Larson. Um, and I he mean, really good names also, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I shot with him again, uh, this past year out, out okay. in Texas. You know, I didn't even know he was going to be on the squad, but it was me, him, uh, Forrest Lathrop, James Gill, and we all had, uh, had a blast and it was a torrential downpour. We ran through a river. Uh, I probably had 18 inches of mud on my pants. Uh, it was a good time, <laughs> but you prepare and you prepare for the worst, um, uh, uh, but no, it, it's great people. Uh, good time being with each other as well. Is there anything that you do? The prep, you said you kind of built it up over the years. Yeah. Um, so I kind of take the approach that you do nowadays. Um, I used to be that guy that just stayed so mentally focused the entire time. Yeah. Um, to where by the end of the day, I was just mentally exhausted. Um, and I wasn't having fun at that point, and I needed longer breaks in between, like, competitions, and and you don't always get that opportunity, so yeah. by the end of a season, you're just mentally drained. Yeah, definitely. Um, but nowadays, um, I go out there. Um, my Whenever we first show up to a match, I'll be like, all right, I'm just going to look at the first three stages that we're shooting or the first first three to four stages we're shooting. I'll get a general idea of Mm -hmm. how the stage plan is supposed to be. I'm not going to be dead set and stuck on one specific stage plan because then it's going to be harder for me to think of another way of doing it. So then game day um, during the five minute walkthrough, that's whenever I finalize that plan. And then um, during the walkthrough, I'll just walk through sometimes at speed of how I'm going to do it. And then, um, once the walkthrough is over, I will just mentally go through the process in my hand that in my head that way it's just imprinted. Um, but then I just you know cut up with the guys, have a good time, yeah. talk to people. Then whenever it's I'm the on deck shooter, it's back into let me walk through this process mentally um, and. Don't get caught up in watching what other people do because other people are going to be playing on their strengths. Mm-hmm. Go off of what your strengths are. And I think I, I was uh, at the Wisconsin match. Um, I think I was pretty good about that because I think it was our th- for our last stage of the day on day one. Um, everybody was attacking that one target offhand. Um, and it, it was like a small, like, 10 inch uh steel plate out probably around 100 120 yards and i was like i don't want to be taking makeup shots and taking Mm -hmm. too much time um whereas and we saw some people struggling they they decided that's that that's what they were going to do they were going to take an offhand shot and they just went to battle with that target i mean i think i shot three or four rounds of that thing whereas what i did is I hit the paper to the left and to the right, moved up, hit the plate rack, one for one on the plate rack, one for one on each of those swinger targets, 
I moved to the second uh, shooting position. It was a supported position. Went one for one with that one target that everybody went to battle with. Dump rifle, drew pistol, and I went on my way. Um, and I knew that I would probably struggle with that offhand shot. So I played to my strength, just got in a supported position, and moved on. Yeah. Um, and that's 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 what training is for. For you to figure out what your strengths and weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of matches, recently, what was your most favorite match that you've shot? Oh, it's a tough one. We we this year we've been busy, uh, especially June. I mean, we shot three three big matches in like three weeks. Yeah, uh, that was a lot of fun. First of all, but that mm. that was busy. Um. I really had fun at the um, Nordic Vortex Trigun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really had a lot of I had fun at all of them. Um, but it was cool. I'm, I'm from Minnesota. Uh, the matches in Minnesota. So I got to stay with my family. Um, they got to come out and watch me at the match. Uh, it, it was pretty neat. Pretty special. Um, and then I also had a lot of fun. Uh, we shot the Trigicon 3-man 3-gun. IWI 3-man 3-gun. Ah, I did that. Did that last time I recorded this podcast too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh sorry Jeremy. <laughs> the IWI three man three gun where we shot the IWI uh, Galil. Galil the second gen or something I don't know all the details. It was full auto it was fun. Um with an OSS suppressor on it. Huh? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Okay. So anyways, um no, that was Mid Atlantic Multi Gun Challenge or Championship. Yeah, you're right. Man. That was Mid Atlantic. I was so proud of myself too. Okay, anyways, uh, so shooting the three man three gun match, uh, it's a lot of fun to be able to shoot side by side with people at the same time. And we had been on a uh, a streak of getting second place, so we were able to finally pull off a um a first place finish, uh, which was pretty neat pretty special uh experience that was that was a lot of fun uh in in another way yeah no um for me recently um i'd say wisconsin was probably one of the most fun matches i've been to yeah um i like shooting with people outside of the team Mm -hmm. um texas was a lot of fun getting to see people that i haven't seen in a while was a lot of fun but i wasn't doing that with the shooting team being with the team, it's it's something a little bit more special to me because you're with a bunch of guys uh, who have the same mindset, same background, you know, same desires, and you all train together and you all want to put the same stages together. Um, so, and whenever we went to Wisconsin, it was it was all business, it was all fun, and no drama just like even the guys who weren't with the team it was they had the same exact mindset yeah. it was it, it was just truly a really good time you know we got to shoot with ian norris with uh, if you don't know ian uh him and i served together back in 2005 um last year we met again for the first time since 2005 at Peacemaker National Training Center at one of the IWI uh, multi-gun matches that they held there. And super cool guy. Yeah. Um, and we he was wearing a 3rd Battalion 2nd Marine shirt, and I was like, hold on one second. You were, 
you were Kilo Company, right? He was like, yeah. I was like, you were Weapons Platoon. You were a machine gunner, weren't you? He's like, yeah, man. How do you know that? I was like, dude, we I was Kilo Company 2nd Platoon. And it was just like, oh, shit. And, like, we started talking about, like, the deployment. And, like, you know, at that point, like, we had pictures of each other. And it, it was just really cool. And we shot again at Memorial 3-Gun last year. Um, and, you know, he was on our squad and, you know, Wisconsin, he was on our squad again. And it was like, you know, I retire next year. And I was like, Hey dude, next year, uh, when I retire, we're going to be traveling buddies. Let's go to matches together, like figure out our schedules, figure out, um, training and let's just, you know, go out and do this together. It makes it a lot cheaper too. Like when you have to pay for your own hotel rooms and, and gas money and all that kind of stuff just finding somebody who's like-minded helps monetarily too mm-hmm. yeah but, you, you really make a lot of friends yeah these sports oh absolutely um but wisconsin was probably one of my more favorite recent experiences and again like you iwi three man three gun uh last year that was a blast this year it was a little bit more special because we had uh major o'driscoll out with us and yeah he was the shooting team OIC, and last year he took over as our opso. And this year, uh, about a week after Three Man Three Gun, he PCSed out to California. And so I approached him earlier in the year. I was like, "Hey, sir, I know you've done two gun. I know you're 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 big in the USPSA, but you haven't done a three gun match yet. Like, you want to come out to Three Man Three Gun with us?" And he was like, "I would absolutely love to go out with you guys." And so he did, and he is like almost zero experience shooting a shotgun this was you know he he shot uh one of the iwi multi-gun matches at peacemaker that was his first match ever shooting a three gun and he was just like oh man i'm in over my head (laughs) (laughs) and then uh um and then he shot three man three gun and me him and uh kelsey you know Derek, we were all on a team together and it was just like hey i know i'm strong with the rifle Sir, I know you're strong with a pistol. Kelsey, you're strong with the shotgun. I was like, let's attack the stage like this. And so, again, play, we played to our strengths, and we were pretty successful out there. And you guys had a pretty good finish. What was it again? I want to say it was 17th, maybe? Okay. 13th? I don't remember exactly. But the guy's second three-gun match, first big one ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, another guy who not shot three-gun for a couple of years. Year yeah. and a half. A couple of years, yeah. About a year, year and a half. Yeah um it was it was a good time you know and i mean that's what's cool about this team because even though you leave the team you still keep in contact with the guys on the team so there's opportunity to go out there and shoot a match with former teams guys again and so it's it's like a brotherhood it's uh one of the and we're trying not to keep it a best kept secret but it's like one of the best kept secrets in the marine corps that this can be your job for three years, and it's a ton of good people that work here. Uh, yeah, you'll make lifelong friendships. It's it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm never talking to anybody from here when I leave, but I heard yeah. other people. Well, you go back to Arizona. You know, you have fun <laughs> out there in the hot heat. Uh, I'll stay here in Virginia. Uh, humidity. I'll deal with it. <laughs> There's good jobs around here. There are. Yeah um what's your you know we we talk about the three different guns and and everything i know personally my favorite gun is a pistol um 
kind of, you know, when it, I didn't think it would be after spending two years on the bullseye team, but it <laughs> turns out it's like one of my favorites. What's yours? Uh, I mean, it, it's, that's a tough question to answer. Uh, we were out yesterday just shooting, um, shooting the shotgun. I had a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. doing like quad load races like throwing up clays and shooting them it was, it was a blast uh but i'd have to go with pistol uh just like you i mean i i love the pistol aspect of three gun i think you can separate yourself quite a bit uh if you get good at shooting it and uh shot a decent amount of uspsa too um and i really enjoy that sport so i i love the interaction you have with it like how any little uh movement with the pistol makes a big impact downrange um and it's just super fun to practice with it's one of those things where it's a perishable skill Mm -hmm. you know um you put it down for a little bit and you're gonna have to learn a lot again Um, yeah which is that's a fun aspect to it because are you really ever going to be truly a, a master of of that specific uh gun no you're mm-hmm. not um once you stop learning then you've kind of failed yourself so it's a matter of you know picking it up every time and then teaching yourself again or building on what you've already taught yourself it, it, it's just real fun in my opinion um, yeah. being able to transition fast between targets hitting steel out to distance you know we'll, we'll take the pistol and we'll shoot targets you know 50 yards you know that that's about a norm at a match, every there will be a few targets out there that'll be fifty yards away. Uh, I think at Wisconsin though, they stuck a target out there at two hundred. Yeah, I've I mean, never shot that far in a match before. No, that was that was that was a odd experience, and it turns into one of those things that, well, that could technically be a bonus target, and it turns into a target that you need to hit because if somebody else hit it, then you need to hit it to stay ahead of them. Yeah. And I mean, there there's a pretty hefty penalty. It's twenty second penalty if you don't hit it. It's the I don't know. I, I just thought like going through my mind like, oh crap, and mm-hmm. like second, third shot. Like I really hope it hits sometime soon. And <laughs> I shot eight shots at it and I moved on. I was like, nope, not happening. <laughs> you know what? I'll make it. A, a, I think I made it up shooting the rifle, <laughs> which like the rifle. That's one of my favorite. You know. I, I love all three guns. Yeah. I love the aspect of quad loading because it's something you don't do ever. Uh, but rifle, like when you're on fire with rifle and you can just burn through long range, like you know you're dope and, um, you know, it's a good time. But pistol kind of takes it all because you can you can be really fast and really accurate mm-hmm. if you know what you're doing. But uh, And the guns are cool. Like a 2011... That is just a sweet pistol. Or uh, the guys down at PWS, we have like our um, our gunsmiths, our precision weapon sec- section. Yeah, they uh, they built us. <laughs> Nobody really uses Caspians anymore, but we have a bunch of frames, and they built some pretty Ospian, awesome uh, Caspian uh, wide body 1911s. They're not technically a 2011, but high capacity 1911 in 9mm. Um, they built some pretty sweet guns down there. Those and they're fun to hammers. shoot. Yeah, they're hammers. And the guys do really good with them for those that decided to shoot. Uh, we have some guys who shoot the the M18s or um, what we have is uh, Sig uh, the Legion X5s, mm-hmm. um, and they're rocking with those too. But uh, that's all I really have today. Is there anything you want to leave the audience with? I guess uh, it'll be my turn to ask some questions. 
So oh. kind of going off script here. Uh-huh. Uh, heard about Gunnery Sergeant Gunlock. But what about Matt Gunlock? So, like, what do you like to do in your free time? Like, I know um, both of our hobbies were shooting and yeah. shooting competitions. And then we came like, okay, that's your job now. Yeah. So, we've been trying to find other hobbies. Like, what do you like to do as your new hobbies? Um, well, I've kind of picked up the photography thing. I've dabbled with it some. Yeah. I'm learning from Darren. So, that's just something I'm trying to have fun with, like just something different and keeps me in in the house um, with the family. Um, another thing I like to do is I like to play on my tractor. My daughter loves it just <laughs> as much. Um, that video you sent me of you chasing her on the tractor, she oh, didn't seem to love that. No, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I got in a lot of trouble with that. <laughs> but uh, I placed her on the back seat of the backhoe once, and we have this trail that goes out behind the yard and everything. And... And so I had her back there. There's no safety belt or anything. I should have probably done some type of internal ORM. And all I told her was, hold on tight. (laughs) And I just beelined it in the tractor. Next thing you know, I hit a rut. I'm bouncing all over the place. And I'm thinking, oh, shit. (laughs) I look back and she has the hugest smile on her face. And she's like, daddy, can we do that again? (laughs) I'm like... No, <laughs> and don't tell your mom about this. Uh, so I, you know, I've messing with the tractor, doing the photography stuff. That that's kind of what I spend a lot of my time doing. Um, another thing I do now is, um, I just bought a house last year, and one of the neighbor neighbors, he happened to have been a Navy shooting guy back in the nineties, and so. Actually- I'm sure you told me I forgot he was a Navy shooting guy. Yeah, um, and one of his other buddies, Nick Mowry, you know, he was a Navy shooting team guy back in the early 90s. Mm. And so we'll get together on uh, on my neighbor's land and we'll go shoot. You know, we have over 700 yards to play with. Um, but he owns a farm and everything, so I, I'm i like an extra farmhand now. <laughs> hey, Matt, what you doing this weekend? <laughs> well, I planned on spending time with the family. Well, I need some help with the hay. Can you come over? Yeah, Lynn, I'll come over. Let's get this over with. Four hours later, 105 degrees, about to die of heat exhaustion, and I'm going home. Yeah, you've come into work looking pretty red from mm-hmm. the sun. <laughs> yep. Yeah. How about yourself? What do you do in your free time now? Um. Yeah, so, I mean, my whole life used to be shooting, and now I've had to find something new, so... I uh, just got married recently, so doing the newlywed thing and spending like a ton of time together and that's being important. all lovey-dovey and all that stuff. Your sweet desert rose. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that one. Uh, she is. Um, yeah, so uh, we also we bought a bus together. Uh, so that's how that's how we knew it was serious. Um, mm-hmm. So we bought a little short bus together. Um, won't make any jokes about that on this on this uh podcast but uh we're converting into a camper just like all the people on instagram it's coming super slow i have like no prior carpentry skills or but you're learning any skills yeah but i'm learning it's a lot of fun so we're kind of doing that together uh we got into mountain biking uh she was always into it um well she's fit yeah yeah she unfortunately just tore her acl Mm. um it's hanging on by a couple threads that she needs surgery so (laughs) I'm gaining on her in the mountain biking realm now. 
you know, when she's when she's down, not she, my time to shine. She's still a better <laughs> soccer player than you, though. Oh yeah, and she's a better mountain biker too. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, she's just all around better than you. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't argue that. <laughs> Doubt she's gonna listen to this, but I mean, yeah, um, yeah, uh, mountain biking, working on the bus. Uh, I also have an old van uh, that I was gonna convert into a camper. Um, so driving that thing around. If anybody's interested in buying a van that's been converted, kind of converted, kind of converted, just yeah. reach out to us and we'll we'll give you the details on it. Yeah, uh, Karina, that's my wife's name. Her and I came to the conclusion that I'm going to sell the van. So uh, she came to the conclusion <laughs> he did not. <laughs> Sometime in the future, she likes it still. But uh, yeah, so um, if you're looking to buy a 1990 Chevy van, uh, I know a guy. And mm. that might be willing to cut you a good deal. <laughs> just let them know that you listen to this podcast and, and we might be willing. Use discount code 3GIQ? Yes. 10. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, that's that's kind of uh, what I've been doing for fun uh, when I'm just Chris Scott. I'm not Captain Chris Scott mm-hmm. uh, on my off time. Yeah, I see that glare. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I think that kind of wraps everything up. We hope you've enjoyed this. If you have any questions, whether it's marksmanship-related, Marine Corps shooting team, want the team to come out uh, to help out train, or if you have any questions about the marksmanship competitions that are going to be upcoming, let us know. On that note, have a good day. Thanks. Had a ton of fun.